Welcome to SelfDiscoveryRadio.com, where the orchard of wisdom is just ready for picking. We celebrate your why, the journey that you've taken that inspires someone else. We support your services. We support your story. Come and be our guest. Become a host. Be an author with us. Come and see what we've got. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful guest today is Linus Woods Mullins. She's a host here on SelfDiscoveryRadioTV.com, and she's been with us for a while. And every couple of months, she brings us a wonderful series of around eight shows of people that are making a difference in the world, in our lives, in especially women's lives, especially women's lives over 40. We hit that part when we're no longer that young person anymore we haven't got that same energy things are beginning to speak to us and we're going hang on what's going on what do i need to know and she's got an umbrella of people that can help you know what you need to know the today's show though is about wellness tips for the holiday vibrancy how do we stay vibrant in this wonderful season without getting caught up in all the hustle and the bustle and the shopping and the cooking and getting stressed out do we have everything is the list uh, getting longer are we sleeping and um, have we got that gift oh no is that person coming now I've got to go and buy something else I know it's extremely stressful time and how do we take that deep breath we're also going to later in the show talk about her new series coming up in January of um, let's get spiced and um, spicing up our life which is something we need to do hey it doesn't matter if we're over 40 I think it's rather like a good brandy, you know, a little spice in there. The longer you leave it, the better it is. So it's really time to in, embrace that maturity that comes with the age. But today it's about Christmas. As we see, I've got my Santa earrings on. I've also got my Phoenix here, which means, you know, bursting into flames and being reborn. But we don't want to do that too much in the one month, do we? <laughs> Oh, well, thank you, Sarah. It's wonderful to always visit with you on the Self-Discovery Radio and TV Network. And I'm just really pleased to still be a host. I'm oh, just- I'm delighted always to have you as a host. And of course, folks, when you go back to the show, The Wellness Journey, you're going to see hundreds of shows there that she's done and her own Orchard of Wisdom there, which I invite you to go and look at. But yeah, it's always good to have you here. Well, thank you. Yes, it's the holidays. And you know, I was thinking about what kinds of things do I want to talk to people about in general of my following, um, my women's group on Facebook, um, the Facebook group, the Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond Facebook group. What are we going to talk about when it comes to the holidays? And so I decided, you know, a lot of times during the holidays, uh, we're very, very busy, but somewhere during the case of the holidays, right before Christmas, or maybe right after Christmas, and definitely by January, we begin to lose our vibrancy. Mm-hmm. And by vibrancy, I mean our zest, you know, our enthusiasm, uh, in some cases, our essence. Uh, December is a month of giving, regardless of what your um, re- religious ideology might be. Mm-hmm. In general, the holidays are times when you uh, do whatever you can to let people know that they are appreciated. And so you begin to share with them. Uh, you know, the gifts and all the different things that you've done for them. You cook them special gifts, you uh, go to special events, you do all these different things uh, with the idea of showing them love. And that's fantastic. One of the things that we don't do a lot of times during this time of the month is spending any time in doing what's necessary for us to still be able to do that. You don't 
pour back into ourselves. We, and, and I think sometimes we have problems thinking even about doing that because it feels selfish or conceited or not considerate or, you know, bad timing. And all those things uh, could be relevant, but you could also maybe look at it a little differently. And that's why I encourage women to do. And that's what we're going to talk about today, um, maintaining holiday vibrancy and how you can do it in such a way that doesn't necessarily take away from all the other things that you want to do, but actually will make those things that you want to do for others so much more enjoyable because you still have your vibrancy. You're not stressed out. You're not overtired. Uh, you're not overwhelmed because you've done the things that you need to do to kind of take care of you and fed and back to yourself with great self-care so that you can stay vibrant. Right. And, and you know, vibrancy is you know, the joviality of the holidays. You want to be, you know, in a vibrant state of being to enjoy, you know, the joy of Christmas. Right. It is about coming together. It doesn't matter what the nationality is, races, religion is, or anything. It's become that, you know, that season where we put aside any angst, we put aside any politics, we put aside anything else, and it's coming to uh, to the table, breaking bread in laughter, you know, gifting each other, be it small, be it kindness, be an act. Um, I've got my own shows that I've put under self discover um, under Sarah's view of life um, with tips on, you know, what to buy, you know, books from people that I've interviewed, giving the gift of donation from other people, uh, mm -hmm. doing, you know, even gifting your time. What bigger gift can you give? You know, as somebody, I'm going to cook you a meal or I'm going to babysit or I'll take your dog for a walk or I'll pick up your shopping for you. What a huge gift for certain people that are under a lot of pressure. And I think when we're looking at maintaining that vibrancy is do things within your parameter. Don't go, oh, yes, oh, yes, I'll do that, yes. And then, you know, yeah. <laughs> your and body and everything else is going, no. Right, right. <laughs> the, the things we're going to be talking about are things that would be easy to fit in because you're already doing something in that realm already. Yes. Adding yes. to it um, the Me Too piece, you know, not forgetting to do those special things uh, yes. for yourself as well. So my first tip um, is that, you know, we're going to be shopping. And we're going to be in the malls and in grocery stores and boutiques and in and out, you know, going to shops and stuff. So I would say to put it on your radar that this is a great time to get those 10,000 steps in that maybe you haven't been able to do before. Yes. Because you're already moving around. You just want to be a little bit more conscious about it. Uh, when you're in the grocery store, make sure you give yourself enough time uh, to walk the whole grocery store. And and to plan your time in such a way where you can get the exercise walking up and down the aisles, not necessarily putting everything that you see in the basket from the aisle, but the idea of using that as a time for you to get your exercise in. And, the and parking why, further away, right? Parking further away from um, where, where your destination is. Mm -hmm. if you, most parking lots these days are fairly large. So, you know, if you can take the furthest one and then walk through, you're already adding steps. And the reason why... I'm talking about this in particular is that one of the things that can really help with reducing your stress and your sense of overwhelm and fighting off and warding off anxiety and depression is increasing uh, the feel-good um, hormones. Mm -hmm. And the feel-good hormones are really what keep us from falling into the doldrums all the time. Right. When you are moving, over time, those endorphins start being created and you feel much better. So that's my first step is walk it off. Make sure you're getting your 10,000 steps in and use the shopping time to do that, the time when you're going to parties and stuff. You know, walk around the room talking to people, stand up, don't sit down, 
just keep moving and you are adding so much more to your body than you might think you are because you are keeping it moving we're not stick figures you know we are meant to what, what do you think to you know like the fitbit watch that can tell you tell you how many you know yeah, um, you um, know steps you're taking do you agree with that or do you think yeah, just go with your yeah. own gut no the fitbit watch is a help uh, the Apple Watch has one, but most um, phones, Androids and iPhones, have a health section yes. where you can look at how many steps you've done for the day. I know I check that every day. Just putting it on your mind, yeah. you begin to try to look for opportunities yes. to uh, you know, increase your steps. Now, my second tip, and this is really important because um, in many parts of the country, we're experiencing some inclement weather, and um, you know, we're not getting out as much and we are a lot more sedentary. And the problem with being sedentary is circulation mm -hmm. and our muscles not being engaged. But while you're watching your favorite holiday movie, um, you know, spending time with the family, I suggest that you take at least an hour out to do this. If you have one of those large exercise balls, if you don't have one, go get one. Mm -hmm. Have it blown up, plop it right down there in the family room and sit on that ball while you're watching your favorite holiday movie or spending time with the family. Or you can put it in your office, you know, your home office or even your regular office and sit down on the ball for a couple hours a day. The reason why this is important, especially during the holidays, is first of all, during the holidays, we might be a little bit more active, but we also have a lot of sedentary time. And when we're sitting, we're not helping to increase the blood flow that's going to our heart and going to all the organs and supporting mm -hmm. the immune system. And the reason why it's important to support the immune system is that with the holidays comes a certain amount of stress yes. and it wreaks havoc on the immune system. So my holiday tip for you in terms of uh, being uh, thriving and having vibrancy is to sit on the ball. Because mm -hmm. what happens is your legs become engaged, your hips become engaged, your core becomes engaged because you have to balance yourself. Yeah. And after a while, you don't even feel yourself doing it, but your body knows that you're doing it. And it's keeping it engaged and still doing something that's more like um, uh, the term with yoga. Uh, many times people say, well, yoga is cardiovascular. And they say, why? You're hardly moving. But it's the position that you're holding. Yes. It's the flow helps. of the energy that's going through right, your body. That helps. And so when you're sitting on that ball, even if you get used to it, you're, you don't, you're not as much aware of it. But you are holding. It's like being on a large ocean mm -hmm. liner. You don't recognize the waves that are coming unless it's a big one. After a while, after a while, it feels pretty much like you're on land. You almost forget you're on a ship. Well, the same thing when you're sitting on your ball, you almost forget you're sitting on the ball. Your muscles automatically become engaged and support you. And at the same time, you're getting a good workout too. A lot of people are actually replacing their uh, computer chairs with that. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, seeing that. Yeah. I'm not sitting on one right now because um, it's a little bit lower, you know, Yeah. Uh, but I sit on it a lot. I sit on it uh, when I'm watching TV. I sit on it when I'm working with my clients uh, all the time. Yeah. In fact, I want to get little ball furniture. Everybody sit on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but it really does help in terms of engaging your muscles and giving you a little workout. My third tip for holiday vibrancy, I think most people think, oh yeah, I do that. But do you really? Um, during the holidays, we uh, drink lots of coffee and tea, and you know, of course we have our wine or cocktail, and that's fine. Uh, but how much water are we drinking? Yes. You know, um, it's cooler during this time of year, and we have a tendency to kind of self-select out of drinking as much water because mm -hmm. it's kind of cold, you know. Mm -hmm. But I want to encourage you to resist that because there's so many benefits in terms of drinking water. You want to stay hydrated. Mm -hmm. The brain is 90% water. And if you want to clear out brain fog right away, one of the things that will really help is when you first get up in the morning, 
that you drink at least 16 ounces of water with lime and lemon in it. Lemon, of course, does all kinds of wonderful things, including helping with your gut health and helping with your blood sugar levels, helping with cleansing the liver. It's a gentle detox. But the lime also gets your electrolytes going in your brain. Mm. In the middle of the afternoon, you know you have to go out shopping and you're not feeling that great. I would say rather than drink a coffee, drink some water with lime in it. And you'll yeah. be like, oh. And your brain wakes up because the electrolytes get stimulated because of whatever it is in limes that causes that stimulation. So. I would say that, you know, you want to try to drink half your body weight, they say. I say that, let your body tell you. I don't quite drink up to half my body weight, but I drink about, you know, five 16-ounce water bottles a day. In fact, here's my little water bottle right here, and you can see my little wedge of lemon. Mm -hmm. What I do is I squeeze the lemon, and then I peel, the, peel off the skin of the lemon, and then drop the whole thing in there and just shake it around and drink it. Right. And yeah. if you drink basically maybe one of these 16 ounces once an hour during your work hour day or once an hour during while you're out and about shopping and stuff, you'd be surprised how much water you're drinking. You'd be surprised how much more energy you have and you just feel better. So yeah. that's my third tip. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to um, hit you on that one because, um, you know, there's, an, there's a lot of people I'm working with um, on the consciousness of water, on the energy of water. And of course, we're 70% mm. water in our body. Mm. And if anybody hasn't seen the Momoto test, which is the three rooms with the three waters in it, uh, mm. one room full of hate and anger, another totally ignoring the water, the other one uh, with love and mm. affirmation, and the difference in each of the waters. The one that got no attention didn't change change at all the one that got the hate and the anger turned completely and utterly black and then the other one turned into crystallization which they could measure in uh, frequency hertz of vibration so in mm. other words it elevates us so you know we've got to bear in mind that um we need that water in us in order, as you say, to keep the electrolytes, but to keep the chi and the energy constantly flowing. But we've also got to be very, very conscious of the water fact in us. And that when we are putting stress on ourselves and expectations on ourselves and out there shopping, everybody's out shopping, everybody's out looking for a deal, everybody's looking for that parking spot. You know, this is the time really to take the deep breath and mm. kind of keep calm because if not, if you step into the anger, you're changing the water within you, mm. right? And that starts breaking down the organs, it starts breaking down the brain, it starts breaking everything else down. So just be a little conscious of your water because your water has consciousness. I love that. Thank you so much for mentioning that. That is such a huge, important factor water is. People don't realize it. I think we kind of take it for granted. Yes. And that brings me to, uh, I guess I'm on tip four, which is kind of interesting. The things we take for granted. Uh, this is the season. Uh, as I said before, we're giving a lot and, and receiving, hopefully. Please receive as well. Yes. But we Basically. also need to remember what it is that we're thankful for. And if you're not doing this already, I think it's a great time to start a, a habit of gratitude journaling in the morning mm. uh, or in the evening um, without, you know, making it too difficult. Just name and write out three different things that you're grateful for and why. Right. And then read it out loud to yourself. Yes. Uh, because we need to be reminded of those things that are going well. And, and yeah. we need to be reminded to uh, focus on those things because what we focus on what we think about on a continual basis, more of it comes around, more of it, you know, seems to multiply over time. And that and gratitude works that way. The more things you're grateful for, the more things that pop up that you're grateful for. So gratitude journaling, and you don't have to take a long time. I have this process that I use, which is based upon Mae McCarthy's book, who I love dearly. 
Mm-hmm. And she just tells you about seven steps, you know, yes. of, um, for gratitude. And what I would say uh, for, I don't do quite all the seven steps, but it's, this is kind of conglomeration. I have a special book. Where's my special book? Here's my little gratitude book right here. And in my book, I write to the chief spiritual officer, dear CSO. The chief spiritual officer is whoever you call it. It could be Jesus, God, Buddha, right. whatever. Whatever your higher source is, yeah. Yeah, the higher source. You're acknowledging that you're not yeah. by yourself. There is yes. a higher source. There is someone else that you can talk to. Basically. Yes, yes. And then I just Spiritual counselor. Spiritual <laughs> counselor. And then I thank him for the three things that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I um, thank him or her yes. for those things I'm believing prophetically will happen in advance. Thank you in advance. So I'm thanking for him for whatever has, whatever is happened, you know, the day before, or whatever, if you do it in the morning, or what happened that day, if you do it at night. But I'm also beginning to claim future good putting it out there in the universe and thanking. And then I, and then um, throughout the day, I have an air of expectation because I'm looking for signs of those things that I've already prophetically thanked him for. And that kind of makes it fun because it's amazing how many signs pop up. I'll give you an example. Yes. Um, just the other day, just today, I was doing uh, my um, study, my spiritual study, and I'm doing this plan called trust, learning how to you know increase your trust from a spiritual perspective. So I, you know, read through all of that. Then it was time for my, I belong to a Bible study group every morning, uh, six women, we get together at six o'clock in the morning and, you know, read the Bible in a year. So we're getting towards the end of the Bible. And um, I was listening, but I was kind of tuning out because I was thinking about all the things I had to do today. And then all of a sudden, um, it was a lady's turn to read Psalms 125 and she was reading about trust. And I said, oh, because you see, I, I have tuned, I have trained myself to have an air of expectation and look for validation in the messages that my intuition sends to me. Yeah. And so that let me know, okay, great. I'm going to increase my trust factor, read more things about trust, how to trust, and why to trust, and all that. So that's a very small example. I can give you so many more of how gratitude journaling has ushered in things that um, I want to do or that I'm expecting to happen just by putting it down in paper. Another thing that I do, that you should do with your journal, is after you've written everything down, you know, you've thanked, mm-hmm. um, you've, you've shown your gratitude, and you prophetically thank, you know, for gratitude, you're waiting expectation, you want to read it out loud. Yes. Read it out loud to solidify what you've just got through doing. This doesn't have to take a long time, but let me tell you this. When we're talking about doing these things during the holidays, I'm hoping that these are things that you will incorporate for the rest of the year. Instead of waiting to do a um, resolution for New Year's, let's make a a December decision. December decision is that these tips I'm giving you, uh, these tips on vibrancy, uh, you're going to do throughout the year because they just kind of fit in. Uh, and that brings me to... Um, before, no, before you go any further, yeah. um, um, because I'd like to hit on the, on the, it's not a journal, but just um, the gratitude book. Um, it's also really, really good, I think, at the end of the week to go back and look at all your gratitudes for the week. And, and see what has manifested because, of course, it's not an Amazon delivery. You don't put what a gratitude of hand sent it out and waiting for the delivery to come back. Um, mm-hmm. The synchronicity of what needs to come to you will come to you when the time is right. But I think if we go back and look at that gratitude for the week and then look at how much uh, more you could be grateful for because your gratitudes were acknowledged. Mm. by the source then you can really it, it feels oh i'm not alone i really got with me and if it hasn't been yet it just means it's not time or not the right space or they're not 
right people. Um, you have to wait for that to be on the right path for that to happen, never to get despondent. But I think revisiting what you've written or, um, is something really important because I think it solidifies a lot more. I agree. I agree. That's a very good idea. You know, interesting. Um, I do go back and look at my gratitude journaling, but not on a regular basis. And I should do that. That's a great way. It gives you a good perspective. And it's amazing yes. when you see from whence you came. But I can yes. tell you that it will make a difference in your life. You will begin, you'll begin to see a different kind of growth. And you will begin to view the world, not with rose-colored glasses, but just choosing to view the world in a different way. Expecting the good. Yes. Instead of, you know, yes. inviting the good, yeah. yeah. But yeah. also the, 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 the synchronicity of what's within you, you know, because what we've got to look at, and this is what our journey of life is, is what's our thread? What's mm -hmm. our instrument? Are we playing it? Are we stuck on one tune? Are we learning new tunes or new ways to use our instrument? Mm -hmm. And I think being grateful for the gift that you were given and then asking guidance on how to use it in another way. Yes, you know, is, is, is also a beautiful gift to yourself because you, you know that tune very well, but mm -hmm. the instrument wasn't meant to be one hit wonder. You know, yeah. it's, it's there with more in you. So, you know, asking, I'm so grateful for the gift you've given me. How else can I use it? How else can I expand on it? Uh, and you and I both know, because we've known each other a long time now, of all the many roads that we've taken on our yes. journey to, yes. to use our instrument in mm -hmm. order for the embedment. And of course, May McCarthy, you've interviewed a couple of times here, and it will be on, uh, on your wellness journey show here uh, for people to listen to. And Absolutely. as, as with many other greats. Um, there's just another thing, I, I, the journal thing is a really great idea because um, I don't do that, but what I do do is tapping in the shower. And, you know, I know I still got these issues and then, you know, going through, yes, the tapping is wonderful. And I hadn't done it for a while. And, and it was like, why haven't I done it? And I started doing it again. And boy, huge difference. Well, you know, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. I have a very dear friend who is an expert tapper. I mean, this is what she does full time. She left a six-figure job uh, to um, practice the art of tapping and basically helping women to double their income. Yeah. And uh, w when I was working with her, I did that. Yes. And then my husband got sick and I stopped working with her and I could see the difference almost immediately. Yes. Now I'm back working with her and that's where my whole new rebranding process came. Right. Yes. But yes, tapping is very powerful. Yes. And I was going to say that, you know, one of my um, tips and, you know, I was going to talk about tapping actually. Um, tapping is it can be very complicated if you want it to be, but it can be very simple. And basically yes. what tapping is, is that you tap on those pulse points uh, in your body that adjust energies and adjust messagings in terms of what's being the messages that are being sent in your brain. Right. And um, if you're standing in line at the, um, this, you know, once again in the store, waiting in line to pay for things and, you know, you're thinking about all the stuff you have to do and you can feel yourself getting, um, yeah. you know, stressed out. Um, this is one of the things that I've done, I, and, and I don't do a setup script, not when I'm standing there because people are kind of looking or whatever, but you can tap right on your fingernail, okay, mm -hmm. but if you don't want to be obvious. I mean, you could tap there or there, or if you want, what's going on? <laughs> right there and began to affirm yourself, I am strong, I am yes. focused, I am wise, I am I well can get able, through this. <laughs> I can get through this, I'm directed by God or by the universe, I'm at peace, I'm victorious, all is well, you know, and what you do is you write the affirmations during your um, gratitude time or your quiet time, and I'm going to talk about quiet time in a minute, mm -hmm. and then you take that with you on a little sticky note or, you know, on a card on about phone. this size. In your phone. Whatever. 
in your phone or whatever. And while you're, you know, standing in line, you pull it up or look at the card, you start saying those things to yourself silently or even out loud if you want to. Mm -hmm. Or you can pre-record it on your voice recorder on your phone and listen to it while you're tapping. But you'll be surprised how all of a sudden what was here on the 10,000 foot level goes. Yes. Yes. Down, you know, and that stress that you're feeling uh, begins to dissipate. And all of a sudden you feel a sense of calm and peace. Mm-hmm. So that would be my sixth is, is to learn the art of tapping. Yeah. Or, and, and you can look it up on um, your um, YouTube, you know, just type in tapping or EFT, emotional yes. freedom, freedom technique. technique. And it will show you different things to do. You can write your own scripts, but it really does help. Yes. It's a very easy thing to do to kind of pull yourself out. Yeah. And that brings me to number seven, number seven, which I know seems crazy, but we don't do it enough, and especially during the holidays because we all are stressed out. And that's basically uh, just breathe. Yeah. <gasps> yes. We are a society of yes. non-breathers. We don't waiting breathe. to exhale. Yes. Yes. We are always holding our breath. I don't yes. know. I, I know I do it myself. Yeah. yeah. For different kinds of reasons. Part of it has to do with my training. Yeah. Dancing for so many years in mm. classical ballet, which you have yourself doing um, positions and moves that aren't even you know comfortable to the body. And as you're doing that, you say, I know this is going to hurt. You know, and you're doing it, and then you breathe at some point while you're dancing, but that's where my non-breathing came mm-hmm. in, because this is going to hurt. I'm going to go on toe, and I'm going to dance for five minutes, and this is going to hurt. And usually when you know something is going to hurt, you you know, tense up, breathe yes. in. And yeah. for a ballet dancer, you tense up and breathe in, it means you just even more correct shoulders back, rib cage up, yeah. you know, all of that. Great. But it's not normal. No, no. <laughs> and it's not good for you. It's <laughs> it not good for you because everything so, in your body clenches up. That's everything, right. and that means the energy is not running through you. The fluidity is not running through you. Uh, everything is clamped down, and that you get even more stressed out about, and you're even in more pain because of it. That's right. So breathe. You know, take yes. deep cleansing breaths. You know, yeah. one thing that's wonderful that you find yourself doing more is if you do go outside. Okay, and you've got to get outside during the holidays, even in the snow. We've got, yeah. you know, scarves and hats and snow. Yes. You know, we've got stuff. Come on, yes. Yes. we have a tendency to hibernate like bears in the cold weather. And I know it's not always comfortable, but do it for your body. Yeah. You're feeling stressed out. Things aren't going well. Can't find the wrapping paper. Whatever. Bundle up if you got inclement weather. Go outside and take three deep breaths. You'll be surprised. It's fresh air, not recycled air from your air vents, right. especially if you don't have your windows open during uh, the winter months. Yeah. But just kind of rejuvenate. And let me tell you what it does for you. And it, first of all, when you're breathing in air, that gives more oxygen to the body, mm-hmm. which helps to create more blood flow, which helps go to the brain, which helps the brain be refreshed in terms of helping you deal with whatever it is that's beginning to stress you out. And then all of a sudden you remember, oh. That's why I put the gift wrapping paper. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but, but you, you know, it's it's, uh, it's those stress moments. Yes. You know, um, you've baked a dozen cookies and they got burnt, and you know somebody's demanding this of you, and somebody's screaming that at you, and and it's take a breath, take a breath. Yes. Everything stop at the moment unless there's a fire. You know, stop and take. Those three deep breaths. Even that's a good time to do a little tapping. Help me get through this. Right, right. <laughs> I can get you through this. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> take that moment, whatever it is you need to do. Because if you don't, like the wind-up clock, the spring's going to break. 
and then all of a sudden you can't handle anything. You're yelling, you're screaming, yeah. or you're sick, or something's happening, and and that is just an escalation of everything you don't want. Absolutely. So it's really important that to taking that time for yourself to do any of these tips is something that is your survival kit. Absolutely, absolutely. Now the other tip that I have is kind of the interesting one. You know how when you walk into someone's home and it smells like Christmas. Yes. And of course, Christmas brings, uh, the good side of Christmas brings all kinds of pleasant memories, yes. you know, laughter and things like that. So put the smell of Christmas in your home, if you can, in your office, in your car. And one of the things I love to do, because it just smells good and it energizes you, yes. is having the smell of cinnamon uh, diffused through an essential oil or cinnamon sticks in your coffee in the morning, uh, some kind of a cinnamon deodorizer in your car. It not only gives you pleasant memories, if, if, if the holidays are a good time, but it also is an energizer. Cinnamon is an energizer. I suggest that you use cinnamon sticks in your teas. It helps to balance your blood sugar. Uh, in your coffee, uh, cinnamon sprinkled over your yogurt, it's going to give you a little bit of energy, and it's also going to kind of clear your head a little bit. So I definitely suggest diffusing cinnamon or diffusing um, uh, pine. Also, there's always lavender diffusing yeah, right. uh, in terms of relaxation. I'm sorry? Frankincense. Frankincense is wonderful, especially during the holidays. Mm -hmm. Frankincense is really an all-cure for just about everything. Yes, yes. Also, uh, citrus. Any kind of citrus is a great thing to diffuse, but doing any kind of aromatherapy, yes. whatever, whatever scent, brings you a sense of joy and comfort during the holiday season. If, for instance, um, you've lost a loved one and you kind of remember what their favorite perfume is or what their favorite scent is, if you can recreate that scent and go out and bring it and get it and diffuse it in your home and it gives you a sense of comfort, then do that. Yeah. Yes. If they're not there, but something there that's positive remind, that reminds you of them is there. Yes. And it just kind of feeds itself into your spirit and you find yourself enjoying the season in a different kind of way. So using our senses, using our, our noses helps. Yeah, most certainly. And of course, aromatherapy is absolutely wonderful. And, and a blend I like is actually peppermint and lavender. Oh, and, yes. And it's fabulous for headaches and just kind of a rejuvenation, but calming at the same time. Mm -hmm. And uh, and just very, very soothing. And uh, you know, even a little lavender drops on your pillow yes. before you go to sleep. I mean, this, this is the thing. The... Um, lavender, uh, I mean, all of the, the essential oils have been around since the beginning of time. Yes. And they, they are so incredibly healing. And we kind of dismiss it today. And please do not go out and buy some lavender fake stuff out there because actually that's more detrimental to you. Please oh, you want to get, sure it's pure. Sure get um, yes. therapeutic essential oils. Yes. And, um, you know, there's all kinds of people out there that might sell it. They might do, do Terra or Young Living. You can get it online. Amazon will deliver it to you very quickly. Just check to make sure that it is an essential therapeutic oil. Yes, please. Because if not, if, if it's chemicalized, it could be, do more detriment than it can That's good. Right. But yeah. you get the right stuff. Boy, can it do something. Uh, please bear in mind, too, though, for animals, the sense of smell is a great deal stronger uh, mm -hmm. than ours. So just a, a little careful around the animals. Um, okay. You know, don't decide to drop it on them because they're smelling like a wet dog. It's not good for them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to use wisdom. Always. Yes, exactly. Um, any more tips here? Yeah. Um, 
during the holidays, we have a tendency to get sleep deprived. Oh, we need the holidays? Right. <laughs> we might go to bed on time, but we're lying there with our eyes yes. wide open. Can't All the things so, you've got to do, right? right. Yes. It's like lavender. Diffusing lavender is a great way uh, to lull you to sleep. Um, but if you just can't get to sleep, you can try subliminal messaging, uh, listening to um, something that's going to lull you to sleep with the sound of the waves mm. or a brook or maybe um, river, you know, stream, that kind of thing. And there's all kinds of these on YouTube. And yes. some of them have messages running in the background, and they tell you what those messages are. And you look for one that will help you to sleep and to relax. And they will start, you know, um, in these affirmations, it'll tell you, I am relaxing, I am sleeping, mm -hmm. when I wake up, I'm refreshed, all of that. So that you not only get a good night's sleep, but when you wake up, you feel so much better. Yes. So definitely, you've got to get your sleep. And there's and this is interesting because there's been studies that have shown that the time that we are in our deepest sleep is between the hours of 12 and 3. So mm -hmm. if you go to bed at 11 o'clock, the chances of you really getting into that deep sleep uh, is not as great as it, as it is if you were to go to bed like at 9 o'clock or 10. Now, for some people, they might think, oh, 9 o'clock or 10, that's too early. But if you plan your day accordingly, you don't have yeah. to go to bed, um, you know, at, at, at uh, 9 o'clock when you have a Christmas party over at your house. Right. But if you plan accordingly, you'll be surprised um, how you can work in a good six to eight hour nap. And the reason why it's so important for you to get into that deep sleep especially during the holidays, is so that the body can have time to repair itself, you know, to take the most out of the nutrients that you have fed it. I don't have to tell you, but I'll tell you what my next step is going to be when it comes to the whole eating thing. Yeah. Uh, and so you need to be able to shut all the way down. It's kind of like shutting down your computer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you just turn your computer off, you know when you turn it back on, you have to go through some changes to get it to come on quickly, right. yes. okay? Yes. But if you take time to close all the windows and shut it down properly, when you turn it on the next morning, it boots up much more quickly. The yeah. same thing with us. If we don't shut ourselves down properly uh, and allow our bodies to really stop so they can repair itself, so it can update or whatever, right. uh, when you wake up in the morning, you're going to feel not refreshed. And, of course, you know how that goes. If you're not rested, everything yeah. else goes a hell of a handbasket. You need about kind of the four hours of the deep retina sleep for the repair to go on. And, uh, you know, you know, some people, I, that is my challenge. But actually something else that I have found, actually, um, I take turmeric and magnesium at night. Mm, and, okay. and I found that the magnesium, which of course we need as women, um, mm. along with the turmeric, is kind mm. of doing its work at night while I'm resting, but it's also helping me get into a deeper sleep. Now, magnesium I've used. Now, turmeric I put in my coffee in the mornings because it helps with the digestive processes. I've never done it uh, at night, though, but I'll give that a try, too. Yeah, because I'm one of those people who wakes up about four or five times a night. Yes, 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 I do too. Yes, I do too. I, you know, I have once had one of these watch things on just to, to see, and I, I only have one hour of deep retina sleep a night, um, mm -hmm. which is not really good. But right, right, right. I, I guess I've survived this long, but yeah, I would yeah, love well, to have know, a little deeper. Every, you know, everybody's different. Um, yes. Not everybody needs the six to eight hours. I right. know that um, the leader of the United States, Mr. President Trump, says that he only he, he does just fine with three or four hours of sleep. Well, judge for yourself on that one. <laughs> I'm just saying. But um, generally speaking, most experts will agree that uh, longer, deeper sleep is better for you than a short, intermittent sleep. But if you find that you just can't sleep during um, 
the day, the day because there's so much going on or you just that's just your sleep pattern. My other tip that's a subscript to sleeping is take a nap. Yes. Yes, I was going to say that. Yes. yes. We don't take naps in the United States that much. It's, no. You know, once you become adults, all of a sudden you don't need a nap yes. for some reason. But I have learned to, I'm learning to take a nap. And so for me, that might be 15 or 20 minutes and I'm ready. The other day, uh, my blood sugar levels, my energy just went down. I'm not quite sure why, because I did all the things. Sometimes it just happens that way. Yeah, yeah. And my body was screaming for me to just stop and go to sleep. Yes. And um, I felt guilty about it at first. Oh, I got this to do. I said, you know what? Those things I have to get done aren't going to be done the way I want them to be done. And no. they're probably not going to finish at all because I'm tired. Yes. So I took the sleep and I woke up. I woke myself up, you know, in about 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I was fine. And not only was I fine, but I was excited about finishing the task. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a recharge, that's it's all. Recharge. It's like your phone's, you know, is going through too much battery today, right? You've put, to, you've used too much data yeah, on it. Exactly, I've done that today, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just need to kind of plug yourself in and boost yourself up. That's right, exactly. And, uh, but I think also you make a huge point there is please listen to your body and your psyche. I know your list is long. I know you want to get all of this done today, but put at the top of the list that's priority. And the other stuff, if it doesn't get done because there, there isn't the time or you are overstretched or you are overtired, please do not burn yourself out to get something done. Because I promise you, and this has been my experience. I have two daughters' birthdays in December. I used to host my um, ex-husband's family, do Christmas where we also had extra people and do another party. The mm. whole month was parties. All I felt was just like a slave cooking, cleaning, this thing right. and that. And I started to resent Christmas and resent December. Mm -hmm. and it's like I should have said no or no let's do something in January mm -hmm. or you know potluck instead of me cooking everything and we, we are absolutely super women but we do not have to take on super women roles yeah. and we right. one of the things I think we need to learn to do is say no mm -hmm. honor yourself by saying no yeah there's, uh, there's nothing wrong with saying no no it's empowering to say no yes and um, we have to learn to be gracious with ourselves yes extend grace to ourselves we're extending grace to everyone else but extend grace to yourself that you know it's okay for you to say no i can't do that it's okay to take a nap it's okay to go for that walk it's okay yes. to take out time to do this my other tip and i think it's my final one i mean i can go on forever but this is my final one how you start your day many times is how you're going to end your day. And if you want to start your day in a positive way, mm -hmm. one of the things you have to make sure you incorporate is a healthy breakfast. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be the sad diet. It doesn't, you know, which is your, your, uh, was it, um, the standard, um, American diet, which means pancakes, eggs, bacon. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. It can be a light diet, but very high in uh, neurative value. Yeah. Uh, a lot of calories doesn't necessarily mean no. a lot of nutrients. So you want to go for macronutrients. And one great way uh, to start is to drink a smoothie. I have one right here, right now. And in my smoothie um, is some spinach, which gives me iron, uh, some blueberries, which is huge when it comes yes. to your immune system and fortifying it, almonds because of, of vitamin D, um, I'm sorry, the uh, potassium and magnesium and the omega-3, which helps with my brain. Flaxseed, which is huge, again, for your immune system and for your brain as well. And apples. That whole thing about an apple a day. Yes. The doctor way. That's really, really true. There are things inside apples that fortify your immune system, uh, take care of your blood sugar levels, uh, help you with cravings. 
anyway, doing a blue smoothie in the morning um, does a lot for me. And if you happen to be someone who's concerned about weight gain because of all the goodies that you're eating, if you do a good smoothie in the morning, um, you're going to find that you're going to have less cravings for some of that stuff. It'll be easier for you to exercise portion control because you're not going to want it that much. Right. So yes. start your day in a positive way with a healthy breakfast. Um, smoothie, boiled egg, um, maybe oatmeal. I'm um, an oats person in the morning. Yes, yes. It's good to have a fiber if you yeah. can, a fiber and a protein and a small carb. Uh, and you can do that with a smoothie. There's all kinds of smoothie recipes that are out there. But one of my favorite ones is just something that's really basic that has blueberries in it because yeah. blueberries go such a long way. Yeah. And you can, you, know, you can buy them frozen, the, you know, through the and the great in the smoothies. This is something that I do. Uh, I go along to my box. And I have in here a sesame seed, cranberry, um, uh, cashew nuts, uh, peanuts, and... Um, generally whatever other things I want to put in there and I feel a little snacky or I feel a little something mm -hmm. I take a handful of this and eat that mm -hmm. and it sustains me but also I find it's my roughage mm -hmm. it's you know the b17 with the with the cashew the cranberries are really good for you of course sesame seed and um, pumpkin seed are exceptionally mm -hmm. good for you yes and uh, you know just putting a, a, your own little trail mix together Yes. And, and just having a handful when you feel like it, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, my treat <laughs> is dark chocolate um, Oh yeah, ginger. Yeah. In fact, I was going to say that one of the things I love to do in the mornings is I don't like to do a lot of banana because it has so much sugar in it, but it, it does have a lot of uh, minerals and a lot potassium. of uh, vitamins and potassium and stuff, but you can get it from other foods. But I just take a little bit of banana, uh, but I all in almond milk and cocoa with a mm -hmm. tad bit of honey. Cocoa, especially if you get like the 85% cocoa, uh, is huge when it comes to giving you a lot of iron, which you need. Mm -hmm. um, also, it has a little bit of caffeine in it, so it can keep you up, wake you up a little bit. But the interesting thing about cocoa is that the caffeine that it has in it, it releases itself with the, through the cells over a sustained period of time. Mm -hmm. Unlike coffee, which goes directly into your blood sugar and boom, right. you know, yeah. uh, it, it, it's released the way it combines for some reason. Um, the chemical release of the benefits of the cocoa in terms of keeping you awake is released over time. So you add that to your morning smoothie, you're probably good to go well until lunchtime and beyond. And let me just say this about eating in general. If you can, during the holiday, while you are shopping and going to the food court, right? To get yes. snack, well, go to the food court, sit down and pull out your own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a yeah. salad that you brought from home that could be so feeling and so much more nutritious plus you know what's what, where it came from and all that kind of exactly stuff. exactly yeah. yeah but really i know it's fun to be able to go to the food court and order something sit down and eat but go to the food court sit down and eat and pull it out of your little backpack i know it sounds like so that sounds ghetto but no it's not nope. no it's not sit there and fortify your health fortify yeah. your spirit fortify your mind by eating uh, macronutrient type food, macronutrient dense food that you prepared for your body so that you can continue to have a good holiday and not get sick and get right. some of these other things that happen as a result of eating a lot of fast food. And of course, if you are going to kind of meet someone for lunch along the way, you know, bear in mind where you're going to go ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Do they have something on the menu that really does suit you? Yes. Um, you know, we're seeing veganism on the rise considerably. My daughter just got married. She's a vegan. We had a vegan wedding. All the people are going, oh, what are we going to get for vegan? We're surprised that the food oh, is wow, delicious. Yeah. Was. Yeah. I had the best apple pie ever that was vegan. Yeah. I don't think that vegan doesn't mean sugar. 
Right. <laughs> they do have. Oh, no, this is a wonderful thing. And uh, I, I'm 95% there. I still kind of have butter and cream cheese. Um, yeah, I, I but, like the butter. And I, you know, I do like my cheeses, you know, with not a massive doses. But again, moderation is another thing. Uh, but I think also know your body. You know, it's fine. Experiment with various things, but listen to your body. You know what your body really likes and what it really thrives on. Mm -hmm. And even if you are going out to eat or going to a party and going to eat something different, mm -hmm. you know, kind of the next day get back into sync with your body, you know, with, what it, with what, it, what it likes every day and what it needs to have every day in order for it to function. Because it will tell you, hey, you know, you've been eating too much of that. I want to get back to my routine. <laughs> your body will definitely tell yes. you. Oh, yeah. You know, all this, these tips uh, that I've shared with you are things when you, when you combine them, especially, or if you take one or two of them, yeah. are going to add to your overall wellness and your vibrancy during the holidays. Yeah. Because if you're feeling better in your mind, your body, and your spirit, you're looking better. You're looking more energetic and vibrant. You're not looking worn out. You're not feeling worn out. Yes. And you're really able to participate Yes. without resentment, without burnout, without, oh God, what else is on my plate? Right. It's like, be present in the now, right? Okay. The gift is in the present. Absolutely. And, and you'll be able to enjoy it a lot more. And I mean, the other thing is, it's just simply pace yourself too. Um, a question, vitamin D, it's something we really need during the winter months. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, is that a morning or an afternoon or an evening thing? Well, you know, sometimes people say in the vitamin D, it makes them a little bit sleepy. And so they take it in uh, the evening. But it just depends on the individual. And let me say something about the vitamin D3 in particular and calcium. Uh, they both need each other. The vitamin D3 boosts the absorption of the calcium. So if you're taking a D3, you want to also be taking your calcium as well so that you can get the most out of uh, those nutrients for your bone health. Yeah. Uh, which is so important. And also, if you happen to have a cold and you like drinking orange juice and uh, because you're getting your D3 and your calcium that way, you might want to think twice about that. Um, when you um, have a cold, usually your mucus increases. Mm. And studies have shown that orange juice, believe it or not, adds more to your mucus uh, than you might think. And I don't know if it's because of the way it's manufactured or whatever, right. but instead, if you want to get that vitamin C, you want that orange juice thing going on, squeeze your own orange juice or pick up an orange and eat it. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about these like vitamin C packs or these dissolvable vitamin Cs? Um, it's okay. It depends on the brand. I'm, I'm, I'm a little brand conscious about that kind of thing. But again, we are eating something that's been manufactured, it's been processed, no matter how organic it was, right. the, the materials they use, there's still a process. And some people are able to absorb it no matter what. Other people, the more processed it is, the less their cells absorb. Right. So really to get the most nutrients out of the food that you eat, that means you're eating organic. It means that you're not cooking it to death yes. and it when it's at its freshest. But if you know that you're not able to do that, maybe because you're traveling or because you really feel like you don't have time, you don't like to cook it, whatever, supplementing is better than nothing. Right. It's better than not doing it. If you know that a, a good old dose of echinacea too, you know. Yes. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. golden seal. Yeah. Yes. You know, and I know golden seal doesn't taste that great, but what I do is get the vegan gel pills because if you get the other gelatin pills, they're you know got a bunch of right. stuff in it. But the vegan gel pills, and then getting uh, the golden seal in bulk, usually at your local food store. You just feel like a little chemist to make your little pills in the morning, and it protects your immune system. Yes. Um, and then you don't deal with the bitter taste. Unless you burp, but. 
<laughs> and here's one quick tip. This is going to sound gross, but it really is good. If you do happen to have a cold and you're, you know, doing what I said, making that green smoothie in the morning, because you know there's a lot of nutrients in <laughs> If you pop a little bit of apple cider vinegar in there and a clove of garlic, yeah, you drink it down real fast. Sometimes you won't even taste the garlic, especially if you add maybe more berries or a little bit of honey. That achy body feeling that you might be yeah. feeling, you know, leads to something else really bad if you don't take care of it, it will go away. Not to mention, that is the time when you get that achy body feeling and you know you get ready to come down with something. Rather than yes. press and try to get everything down on the list, you got to rest. Because yes. if you don't, you either pay for it on the front end or the back end. Yeah, you're and the be back end, somewhere along the end, right? Right. The back end is like Christmas Day, and you're laid up in yeah. bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> miserable and not able to enjoy yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, this is the season where there's a lot of colds and things like yes. this, and people are out there, you know, snottiness everywhere. And so prevention is better than the cure. It is for the power of cure, right? Yep. yep. Yep, and it's a um, good old-fashioned thing of wash your hands. That's right, yeah. as much as possible. And mm -hmm. not necessarily the towelettes, I mean, that are antibacterial. Uh, what happens is if you've used a lot of that antibacterial stuff with your hands instead of washing your hands, uh, studies have shown that we build up an immune system yes. stuff, and it doesn't really work. It also doesn't have a real, real long shelf life in terms of how powerful it is. Right. So going back to the old-fashioned old hand-washing, is still the best. Yeah. And you know, okay, have it in your bag for when you're going somewhere where you can't wash your hands mm -hmm. um, and you can just use it. Like when I was traveling in Mexico on the bus, I come off the bus and use that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you don't yes, know once again, better you. than nothing. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that the earliest opportunity, get that old soap and water on the hands. Mm -hmm. A lot of this is, is common sense. Yes, it is. The other thing is, is respecting yourself to give yourself the time to do it. You know, respecting yourself, look, you, you may be super mom, um, you may be this, that, et cetera, to the world, but you are still a woman, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in an organic body with your own stress predominator uh, there. And you've got to respect yourself. Right. So don't take on too much. Or if you have taken it on, can you delegate? How do you pace yourself? And don't forget to do these things to honor yourself along the way, because then you will find, hey, I can do a lot more than I thought I could because I'm fortified or I'm able to delegate or I'm not, I'm able not to get stressed out over something if it's not done. So all of these tips are ways of not just getting through the season, but getting through life in general. Yes, absolutely. These are not just vibrant tips for the holidays, but they're vibrant tips for your overall life vibrancy. Right. Yes, now you're back on air with us uh, January 15th uh, mm -hmm. with your new series, um, which is Spice of Life, a seasonal woman's guide to renewing her essence. Yeah. And you've got a whole series of people coming up um, to, that you've been interviewed already and are yes. interviewing for that. Can you just tell us a little bit about what this series is going to cover other than mm -hmm. spicing up our lives? Absolutely. Well, you know, I thought um, the reason why I created the idea of the spice of, of life, a seasoned woman's guide to renewing her essence is that many times as seasoned women, we do need to renew our essence. We need to remind ourselves of some things that maybe we knew before, we either just forgot or we're just not doing them anymore. Mm -hmm. Our common sense, isn't, as you would say, isn't kicking in the way it should be sometimes. And so we need to renew who we are as seasoned women. So we'll be talking about things that you probably already know, but you forget. you know, that's right. We'll be talking about grief. Um, yeah. I've had, um, I have one show where I have like two or three life coaches that are talking about, you know, setting goals and the kinds of things you want to be thinking about when you're setting goals. Um, I have uh, somebody else that's going to be talking about 
um, trauma and how that impacts our life and our immune systems and sickness. Uh, we're also gonna, of course, have someone come on and talk about fitness. Mm -hmm. And not from like what kinds of things can happen uh, as a result of fitness, but what kinds of things can happen if you don't put that on your right. on your radar? Mm -hmm. So we're gonna be dealing with you know all parts of the body as always, mind, body, and spirit, but with the idea that some of these things that we're talking about are things that you're gonna to wanna to do um, to renew your essence, to renew that vibrancy. And I keep using the word vibrancy because of my new branding that's coming out. But, <laughs> but you know, um, that um, kind of, it's almost kind of like, you know, when you're in the military and it comes time for you to decide, okay, am I going to re-enlist or not? Yes. And some people do and some people don't. And I think that everyone comes to a point in their life whether, whether or not, are they, am I going to re-enlist in my life or not? And by re-enlisting, I mean, am I going to recommit, mm -hmm. you know, re-up, you know, revitalize, renew, restore, re-energize myself, and then show up in my life. Right. These are real questions we need to be asking ourselves because I think we all want to do that, but sometimes we get complacent and mm -hmm. get status quo, and we don't re-up. No. This series right here is all about re-upping your life and taking all your life experiences and seeing how they add to renewing what you know is the real you. So, yeah, making your new chapters of your book really spicy yeah. and vibrant and not just the same old story. Right. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. And of course, you have a magazine, which I know that you had wanted to be out for uh, the winter edition to be out for December. But unfortunately, the person who does your magazine lost everything in a fire. Which, yes. You know, the fire, fire. Is, yes, yeah. which is, you know, which yes. is horrific. Lost all fire. This equipment. Thank goodness we had some of the things stored on the cloud. But interestingly enough, when the fire happened for him, the time that normally things up to the cloud didn't happen because the fire had already started. Right. And he was a long ways away and couldn't get to his studio. Uh, so we will have, it will come out before the holidays. That I know for sure. Uh, and in the, um, the um, magazine is the last part of our installment of living your life like it's golden. So right. we'll be talking about all those things that make your life a golden life. Thankfully, it's not just about the holidays, right. but just about how every day in our life should be golden and, and how to arrive at that. And every day is a gift. So treat every day as a holiday, right? Exactly. You know, it's, exactly. You know, it's, um, when we look at the gift that we've been given, I'm alive for another day. There's opportunities and possibilities before me, you know, to, to live my, my instrument, my Living purpose. your best life yes. right now. Exactly. Staying, pre staying present. Yes. Being mindful that this is your best time now. Uh, this time never comes back again. You can remember it, but it's not the same thing as having been there. And I think yeah. many times what happens when we're not living our life like it's golden, it's because we're living in the future, we're thinking about the past, and we're not like right here. Right. Yes. Busy planning for tomorrow. What about today? Hello. Right. <laughs> Why not enjoy the moment? It's yeah. so interesting. Um, many cases in, in the point of our day, there are times of joy. Mm -hmm. We just kind of miss them because we're either dealing with what just happened five minutes ago yeah. or what's getting ready to happen. And right. we miss that little piece of joy. But those little pieces of joy that we experience through the day that maybe we don't always acknowledge, if we do, you will find that it's almost like little energy bites. You know, like yes. Pac-Man. You're playing Pac-Man and, you, you know, he gets to an energy bite and he, and he goes, ah! Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with joy. It's like, oh, my God. I just looked outside my window and I'm looking. Actually, right now, there is a red robin breast and he's pecking up a tree. It's like, wow, that is really cool. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you're feeling better. Yeah. I, you know, the simple things that make you smile. But, you know, that's a huge thing on signs. 
pay attention to the signs around you. There is there always something to remind you to be present in the moment and in life. And there's those little things that stop you for a second, that warm your heart, warm your spirit, make you smile or make you, or make you whatever. But it's a reaction of the moment and it's there for a reason. So for whatever it is to do, pay attention, right? Because we don't. We walk along like this, you know, blinkers. And don't, and right, and don't pay attention. Yeah, no. So yes, moving forward in your life and is great, you know, um, reminiscing about the past and what you learned from it. That's fantastic. But just don't miss what's going on right now. Right now, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, you and I are both, you know, uh, planners and blueprinters and constantly, you know, um, following our paths. And we've had many a time that the path has redirected us or said not now or this hiccup and it didn't go through the way it was. But when something feels right, it is, you know, get up and try and try again. It didn't work that time. Maybe this why, that why, what, why was the reason. But that doesn't mean you give up on something that you're passionate about or give up no, on something that no. you know is your calling, right? It's just take yeah, it I've learned, Yes, I've learned. <laughs> I've learned not to always be vested in the outcome. You put yes. it out there and you move on to the next thing. And all yes. of a sudden one day you're like, whoa, look at that. It happened to me just the other day. I did a DVD on praise, um, low impact uh, praise dance fitness. And I did pretty well with that DVD, but I kind of retired it, meaning I wasn't really promoting yeah. it, but it's on my site. The other day, for some reason, from different parts of the world, I sold 10 of them. I have no idea why. Right. People just started, I don't know, I wasn't promoting it or whatever, no. but it was kind of like that little gift from the universe that lets you know that, you know, hey, you're doing okay. And when that happens, instead of saying, oh yeah, well, you know, you, you celebrate that. Yes. You use that yes. to it's, fuel it's, you. It's, it's like here in our Orchard of Wisdom shows, which is all our archive shows that are under everybody's banner. Yes. Um, you know, I'll get people, you know, come back to me and say, you interviewed me three years ago. Somebody's just contacted me and listened to the show. It's like a good book. Right. When yes. people are ready to read it, they'll find it. So right. it's like with all the podcasting and the shows that we do, when people are ready to hear it, that information is here. Good knowledge never dies. It's just waiting for the next person to receive it. Absolutely. So it's exciting having you here. And of course, selfdiscoveryradiotv.com is about to go through an enormous expansion ourselves. I know. How exciting is that? Yeah, no, it's a, we're going to get virtual. Yes, you know, there's a lot of things happening here. Uh, so, and also, um, uh, cosmically, energy-wise, 2018 is going to be a surge year. Um, a surge of energy, a surge of productivity, a surge of consciousness rising. And uh, we owe it to ourselves to be as fortified and healthy and vibrant as we possibly can because the demands on, on our participation yes. in the coming year is going oh. to be so important. So please get fortified um, so that you can be vibrantly participant, uh, participating in the what's to come because what's to come is utterly Absolutely awesome. fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. So wonderful. So the new show starts January 15th, and uh, you'll find it here on selfdiscoveryradiotv.com under the wellness journey banner. And uh, all the shows will be coming up there every week, every Tuesday, a new show comes up. Uh, all of her past shows from all the years that she's been with us is there under the wellness journey. Please go back and have a look at them because there's some awesome people there and uh, nuggets of information that will change your life, just like these tips did today. And you know what? This is a good show to pass on to other people. I mean, if you've written down the tips, and uh, you know you know somebody who just takes on too much or gets too stressed or whatever you know, say take time put this in your earphones as you're doing the laundry and listen um, because maybe they need these tips as well so don't forget to share because that's a gift in itself 
Absolutely, I agree. Uh, it's such a wonderful opportunity to be here with you, Sarah, um, for the years we spent together um, on our various passions and to come together towards the end of the year and looking reflective. 2018 actually has been a great year in many ways for me. Yes. Uh, but I'd like to thank the Self-Discovery uh, Radio and TV Network for your support and for all the wonderful sh shows that you put together and the light that you put into the world. You've really done a beautiful job and I'm wishing you much success for 2019. Yes, yes, for both of us and for all of us. And, you know, the one thing I'm good at is uh, I know how to recognize a good light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> and you shine bright and you shine bright with a lot of passion, joy, conviction, energy, light coming out of yin yang you know yeah, you, 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 I still got you can that. email some of that over yeah, <laughs> and you you follow your own tips you know these tips aren't something you've just drawn out of anything it's no i really yeah. do love yeah. it and that's really one of the reasons why um i set, decided to go through the rebranding process it's really time uh for people to understand um that the things I talk about, that I've been passionate about, that um, I've been uh, showcasing others who do it, I really do do it. And so yeah. that's why uh, Linus.me is going to be rolling out in 2019 first quarter. I'm very excited about it. It is going to be um, a lifestyle site for women over 40. And I am really, really excited as the vision becomes closer and closer to the rollout date because I, I begin to get more and more affirmed about the fact that this is the right thing to do. Yes, After yes. 10 years, I'm finally going to be showcasing the things that I do on a daily basis. Right, exactly. Well, the thing is you've stepped uh, into your beingness, not your doingness. Yes. Right. Yes, that's and right. That's right. So in time for my 62nd birthday. So yay. Yes, yay. Yes, yes, yes. 60s rock. 60s <laughs> rock. I'm yes. right now. <laughs> yes. Turning 62. I'm 64. That means All right. we never get up we never give in we're actually just coming into our own and that's, you know, you know and that's it's a beautiful time to be alive because there's so much more potential possibilities and awesomeness that was denied to our uh, forefathers and mm -hmm. you know now we have those opportunities to just be ourselves and step into that awesome beingness and uh, then whatever we do is coming from our soul our heart our spirit our very core and um we make no apologies for who we are or what we're doing, right? Nope. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree with you. Well, well, I wish everybody listening a wonderful Christmas. And remember, these tips is, is wonderful to help you through the season, but it's wonderful for you to take this pattern with you in the new year and every day of the year because it's just something that is a survival mode for you. And uh, we know 2019 is going to be awesome because we got the cosmic email, didn't we? <laughs> and uh, you need to get prepared for it, which means that you need to really invest in yourself and look after yourself, fortify and become that vibrant person yourself because we're going to need you in the new year. So to everyone else, I wish you a very, very wonderful Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever it is out there it's just a wonderful loving giving heartfelt joyous together season to everyone right Lennis? absolutely and one more thing um take time to smell the roses enjoy this season enjoy yes. this season yes the frankincense the cinnamon and i'll see you in 2019 yes most certainly so ho 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 everybody have a very very wonderful season and we look back uh, look forward to seeing you in 2018 get your roller skates on it's going to be quite a ride until then bye for now 
For more wonderful shows like this, please go to selfdiscoveryradio.com, podcasts and see our lineup. And if you wish to support us, we have a funded button. Please stay tuned for our next show.